podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, hello, and welcome to ScoutCast, brought to you by Fantasy Football Scout. As always, you are joined by me, Andy, FPL Mode, and we are also joined by Rich Flapjack. How is it going? Yeah, very, very well, very well. Not looking forward to the football tonight, but um, looking <laughs> forward to the podcast, at least. Yeah, you're, we've got a non-cane owner and a cane owner, haven't we? Yeah, well, I do own him. He's just... Oh. Firmly on my bench. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> I didn't know that, actually. I wasn't being horrible. Um, and obviously, we're missing Seb tonight. He's got a horrible case of pink eye, apparently. Uh, so we won't be on tonight. No, he has it. He's got conjunctivitis, I think. Um, but we the miss same him, Same thing, obviously. isn't it? Yeah, same thing, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, sorry, I'm just laughing at an image there of how we got it. Um, and uh, <laughs> um, anyway, God, this has taken a turn already, hasn't it? Um we're back tonight. Obviously, I am now in control again, which is lovely. So we didn't have an awkward uh, intro. Well, a less awkward intro, I would say. We've both got the football on uh, in the background because obviously we're cheering on Kane slash not cheering on Kane. Uh, but we've had an interesting week. We obviously have just started Double Game Week 29. It is still going on at the moment. We've still got some fixtures to come midweek. And there is a game tonight, which is uh, Spurs versus Everton. Uh, but we're going to start looking a little bit further afield as well and see if we can start planning a little bit further. Um, we are going to have a look at our points and how we've gotten on so far. And you can see on the screen, our ranks are uh, looking okay at the moment, both in the top 50k. I think Seb is a little bit... Is he in between us or is he a little bit lower than me now? I can't remember. I would need to check. I think... I can't check very fast, though. Hold on. I'm going to find out right now. I should know this. Yes, right. 72K. 72K. So that's not too bad. So we're almost all in the top 50K, which is pretty good for this type of season, to be honest. Um, So we're going to look at our points. We are going to talk about Haaland, because I think talking about Haaland is something that we all need to do. We all need to have that discussion with ourselves anyway. So we're going to be talking about Haaland and whether we should be getting him back or not. Um, And obviously, with the fact that they don't have another fixture... Um, in the Premier League now until the weekend. It's a good one to be able to talk about. We're going to look at the best blank game week 32 players. So the players that seem to be performing the best up to blank game week 32. And then we're also going to be looking at a potential blank game week 32 free hit and how close we need to kind of get to that free hit. Then we're going to be looking at the best players with the most fixtures left. Uh, and also going to be looking at our teams, our best teams, going to talk very quickly about the community team and then do our questions as well from the community. We are aware that because the football's on tonight, the uh, chat might be a little bit quieter than it normally is. But if it is, that just means you get an intimate night with uh, with me and Rich, which is what I know you've all been wanting anyway. So let's have a look at the points. Here we go then. Oh, no. Have I not been talking? Hang on. Oh, I hope I have. I can hear you on the stream. Oh, good. Lovely. Um, oh, is it you they can't hear? Hang on. Hopefully they can hear you as well. I can hear you on the stream. Oh. Yeah, they can. I yeah. can hear both oh, of good. us. Good. Got really yeah. worried then. Um, so looking at the <laughs> points then. Um, so I had Kepper in goal. He got me one point. I brought in Shaw, who got me one. Um, yeah, audio's fine. They said that's good. Uh, Trippier got me 12. Obviously, he's just in a machine this year, isn't he? A Stupenheim with one. Madison with two. Rashford with two. Matoma, who was my captain. I had a real dilemma whether to go Matoma or Rashford. Um, I just love the idea of going Rashford and having all of my players, being able to cheer on all of my players. But I really thought Matoma was going to get more points. So I went with it. I went with Matoma, who I thought was going to get me more points. And at the moment, he has. Whether he plays the second game, Obviously, we're not sure of yet, but we'll wait to see. But Rashford did blank in that game against Newcastle. So at the moment, it's turned out okay. Brighton could have had seven or eight goals, by the way, against Brentford. Absolutely ridiculous. Raya got six points, even though he conceded three goals, which tells you everything, really. Uh, McAllister got six, Saka one, Watkins eight, and Tony nine, which is lovely from then from a front line. And then I also played my bench boost. Raya got me six so far. Botman got me seven so far. Kane is playing tonight and Zinchenko got me two. So to be honest, quite happy with the bench boost so far. Um, I played Saka because I thought Saka was going to get more points than Botman. That, that's literally why I played him. Absolutely gutted coming up to deadline when we heard the rumours that Saka might be benched. I didn't want to believe that he would be, so I didn't move him. Not, not that I didn't want to believe. I didn't want to trust somebody that was just on a stream somewhere, if that makes sense. And if I had have moved him, I'd have priced myself out of getting Haaland for free next week. 
which I really didn't want to do. But we're going to talk tonight about whether I should have done that anyway. But um, 72 points, which is 68 after the minus four. And I'm up to 49k from, I think it was about 75k. So I'm very happy with that so far. Um, You're flying. You're flying. And I I, I actually, I was having a little bet in my own head. I thought you would go back to Rashford because you said you would. Yeah. I bet you're glad you didn't so far. So far I am. The problem is Rashford's nicest fixtures next, which is Brentford at home. And there is that, that there's a lot of deserve saying a lot of stuff saying that people need to be rested and it's whether he rests Matoma for the next fixture. But we'll see. Bournemouth away is tricky. That's the thing. Like he can't put out a really weak team because well, we'll see. We'll get to that in a minute anyway. But yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm happy so far. How did your team go, Rich? Because we had different captains and neither of us went for Rashford. Yeah, I mean, I thought I was quite negative last week, wasn't I? I said I'm going to get a huge, huge red arrow. And so far, obviously, I haven't got Kane playing. Um, yeah. I'm on a green and I'm shocked that I'm on a green. Um, but I'm on 71 minus four. Um, I'm a little bit annoyed. I had the same thing as you with the with the Saka news. I decided to bring Salah in over, yeah. over Bruno for Ward-Prowse. And obviously, I was delighted with that. But And I had thought very briefly about doing Saka to Bruno for a hit. And I just thought it's not worth it. I want Saka. I want yeah. Saka at home to Leeds. When the news came through, I just I just did it. I did the hit for Bruno. Obviously, yeah. it's not paid off yet. Maybe it will. My preferred Haaland route was already blocked because I decided to go for Salah over Bruno. Yeah. So, I mean, not not ideal, but 71 points minus four. So somehow I'm on 67 without my bench boost. I, I captain McAllister. So I feel like the last two weeks... I've been quite lucky with those last, you know, literally last minute penalties for Prowse <laughs> and then up on McAllister this week. So, yeah, I'm getting used to those, although they're quite nervy when they happen. Yeah. I couldn't even watch it. <laughs> You're a bit unlucky as well, because like he probably should have had a penalty in the last minute as well. And then he got booked because he was he complaining booked. about it. Like that could have been a massive haul for you. It could have been. It could have been. And also, I mean... It sounds unbelievable, although I did tell you that yeah. I did have Trippier captain on Friday night for about yeah. an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. So it's, but it was more because I didn't think there was a standout captain option this week. Mm-hmm. I, I could see a negative with every single person. You know, there was doubts over Rashford's minutes, doubts over the Brighton minutes because the players who went on international duty. Salah, his fixtures you know, weren't great. Tony, yeah. obviously, could have got booked and then missed another game. So... I did start thinking about a defender and I didn't have a stupid man. So, I mean, if someone's gone trippier, they're going to be pretty happy, pretty yeah. happy right now. And that looks like the winning captain, probably. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it's going to sound like hindsight, but I was saying this in, in chats all week, that United fixture against Newcastle, like it, it, it genuinely was the reason I went with Matoma in the end, because I was almost going to not bring in any United. I ended up bringing in Shaw because I thought that that game could be nil-nil. And then obviously they've got the Brentford game next. It almost looked a week, like obviously they had the double game week, but it looked like next week was the week to invest in United. So it was really tough bringing them in this week. But obviously, you know, it, it, it's easy saying that now and against Brentford, it could go wrong, couldn't it? Like it could be, they could absolutely haul against Brentford, but we'll see. But um, yeah, yeah, it, it was just... never going to... I never felt like with Casemiro out, that was going to be an easy fixture. Yeah. I saw some people say that about the League Cup final, but yeah. obviously yeah. Newcastle are at home in this in this fixture. You know that was that was at Wembley, so I feel like it's slightly different. Yeah, um, oh, I know what you mean. But and, yeah, uh, yeah, and Bruno did play deep as well. Like everybody said, oh, he's not going to play deep. Look, it's the the team sheets come out and he's playing in the ten, but. It just happened as soon as a game is out of control, and it was against Newcastle, like they were completely controlled against us. He just naturally drops deep. Rooney used to do it all the time as well. Like he used to feel like he had to drop deep because he feels like he's the most creative player in the team. And they do it, don't they? They they do drop deep because they feel like they can then grasp control of the game. And of course, that's not where we want him as assets, is it? Not really. Not not at that price tag as well. And I think he's going to be. This is why I'm a bit annoyed I've got him because while it's nice to have. He feels like, I don't want to be offensive here, he feels like quite an expensive Ward Prowse. Like, yeah. he plays for a better team, but then he doesn't have the amazing direct free kicks. So, I mean, he's now going to haul, isn't he, in the second game? But Well, that's the thing as well, is that Brentford <laughs> at home, with how Brentford are away from home as well, is a very different fixture than Newcastle away. So there is every yeah. chance if you've got those United boys. Like, this happened last time we had the double game week with Brighton as well, wasn't it? But it happened the other way around. 
Brighton and Brentford didn't do anything in the first fixture, but then did lovely stuff in the next fixture. This time, Brent, the Brighton boys have returned, and so have the Brentford boys as well, some of them. And obviously, the United lads haven't. So it could just all change around in the next fixture anyway. It um, probably will. I did. I saw someone in the chat last week, I don't want to call them out, but they said that Bruno Fernandes is a double game week specialist. <laughs> And I was thinking, is that is that actually a thing? He thinks about it. He thinks about it before he goes on the pitch. Yeah. Um, but Salah, I did like that move. I did like that move because you're going to want Salah later on. And you just don't have to think about it now, do you? You've got him. Um, but you did block Haaland, which we're going to go on to now. That's the worry. And I think that's, ma- that's going to be the main topic for the week, isn't yeah. it? It is. Because obviously he's got Southampton away. Southampton are the worst team in the league comfortably I would say as well they they are you know rooted at the bottom of the table Haaland was by the sounds of things he was quite close to returning this weekend but he didn't but he was doing the Poznan in the in the crowd jumping up and down so he can't be too bad um but obviously he's got Southampton next everybody's plan move was going to be Tony to Haaland if Tony gets booked as well I mean it looks like even more of a sensible move but we're going to have a little bit of a look now at Haaland and think do we really want to be getting him in, considering there are midfield options for City now that are looking pretty good uh, and are looking more value for money? And is Haaland the, the the player that we we're thinking he was at the beginning of the year, if that makes sense? Because I've got up on the screen now Haaland's stats from post-World Cup. So this is not thinking about XG in in all of the expected stats. This is literally just output. So this is the minutes he's played in the Premier League and all the uh, fixtures he's been in and the goals he scored. Now, if you look here, he has either got one goal or zero goals in the Premier League since the World Cup, apart from a hat-trick against Wolves, where he still only played 61 minutes. Then, this isn't... Is this post-World Cup? That seems like a lot of games. Um, is, is that too many games? Or No, it's about right, isn't it? Um it does seem like it too out. many, doesn't it? Um, it? They played a lot of games, yeah. They have. But he did score five goals against Leipzig in the Champions League and he scored three goals against Burnley in the FA Cup as well. So you're looking at it here and I'm wondering why we're all so worried about him in terms of there are better assets out there at the moment. Obviously, it's the damage he can do, but we're piling all of this on top of the fact that he might not be fit their fixtures are piling in like mad at the moment. They have a deputy who is doing incredibly well in Alvarez, who, by the way, looked brilliant at the weekend. So he is probably not as essential now as he has been throughout the rest of the season, is he? It's it's tough. <laughs> like, <laughs> you do you know, do you know what? If, if it was a game where I was just playing on my own, it wasn't against millions of other people and EO yeah. wasn't a thing, I think I'd find it quite easy to go without him. Because like you say, they've got so many fixtures. He's just coming back from an injury. They're going to be prioritising those Bayern games. But then it can absolutely destroy your season. I mean, look at what my rank was where, you know, a few months ago. You know, I was hovering around 800k. And yeah. it, that was owning Haaland. I just wasn't captain him. Yeah. As frequently as some other people might be. So as part of, you know, a game where the EO is a thing, he can absolutely destroy you in one week. Yeah. More realistically, he's not going to score five goals. He's not going to score three goals. The most likely outcome is probably he, he scores a goal. Yeah. I think his minutes will be managed. I think like you look at the last couple of games where he's played like 60-ish. That yeah. seems to be, I'd, I'd anticipate 60 or 30. Something like that. Obviously, ironically, in those two 60-minute appearances, he scored five goals and three goals. Yeah. But it was it's Leipzig and Burnley, more importantly. Yeah. And while Burnley are flying in the championship, you still have to remember it is Burnley in, mm. in a cup game. So I, I don't know. I'm not that worried about blocking him. Yeah. But then, I, I mean, would you rather have Kane, who you know is going to get 90 minutes, or would you rather have Haaland? it's tough because obviously Haaland's got the double, but then most people are going to be free hitting in that double anyway, aren't they? 34. See, I think most oh, people will be... sorry. I was thinking 32, yeah. sorry, yeah. Most people will be probably be free hitting in 32. Yeah. But then most people are going to have Haaland by the time the doubles roll around in 34 and 37. I, d- I don't think I like the idea of what you did, which was blocking him completely. I don't think I like that He's idea not because... completely blocked, though. I should you, do Kane to Haaland. Yeah, I was going to say, is it Kane? And that's that. That was my plan move, if potentially in thirty two or thirty three, because Kane's fixtures take a bit of a turn then, and obviously you know you can then keep Harlan till the end. 
But I just, I'm looking at it and thinking there are some other city assets that are doing really well at the moment, aren't there? Like even players like Grealish, Foden's out, so Maris is back in with a shout. Like there's other assets I'm thinking, even De Bruyne, probably not De Bruyne. He's probably kind of, if you're going to pay out for De Bruyne, you get Haaland anyway. But yeah, I agree with that. I, I'm, I'm just looking at it and thinking you could swerve him. You could swerve him now, couldn't you? I, th- I think the key though is this week, and part of the reason why I was willing to block him is I don't think there's going to be any kind of news where he's a captain option this week. Yeah, I know there was always that always captain Harland, but mm-hmm. we genuinely don't know his minutes. Even if he starts, you know, he could literally get 45 minutes as a warm up for the for the Bayern Munich game. Obviously, he could still fall. Yeah, but would you actually feel comfortable captaining him? And and also, if you're thinking about where you are in your rank, like. I think I saw a stat the other day that said about there's about one and a half, maybe two million people that are still active. Is that right? And if you think Sounds they're all going right. to be quite high up, I would guess that most people in the top kind of 200 to 150K wouldn't have Haaland anyway. But if you're battling around the kind of 700K mark or something like that, there's going to be more Haaland people around you, isn't there? I would have thought because they kind of kept him or... I, I don't know. I, it's 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 really tough i i i wouldn't want to be going forward without any man city because of their doubles and what they've got coming up and the fixtures but if you don't get harland who else do you get yeah i i guess i mean there's gonna be a lot of people and i could have been one of them you are one of them where if tony gets booked you know mid midweek and you've got the money just to do him to harland you might as well just do it even if you're not going to captain him because we're all going to get him in it's just a case of when you get him back you know can you delay it a couple of weeks yeah, I suppose I'm not. I'm thinking you're not going to get him at all. Whereas you're going to get him at some point, aren't you? Yeah, he's de- he's definitely definitely going to come back in unless yeah. he you know unless he gets injured. So I think it's just a case of when you do it. Yeah. And if you're not going to be captaining him, I think it's less pressing. That, but I then, that's, yeah, that's a good point. And it's the captaincy that's a big thing there because if you're not going to really captain him, others aren't really going to be captaining him, and then the damage against you is less, isn't it? But exactly, it's less of a risk. Mm. But it really does depend. I just can't see a world where he pays 90 minutes. No. I mean... That's not going to happen. You've segued this in beautifully for me now, Rich, where um, I've brought up here Lego Mane's fixture list. And you can see here how how many rest days there are between fixtures. Man City right at the top there. Brilliant for us. You can see how many games they have coming up and the rest days they have between them. So basically, the fixtures are in black or grey. Grey if it's not in the Premier League, black if they are. If it's red, that means there is only two days between the two fixtures. So two rest days or two training days, whatever you want to call it. Yellow is there's three. And green is there's there's more than three, basically. If you have a look here, there's going to be five days between Man City's game here and Southampton, which they do on Saturday. Then there's two games before Bayern, three games before Leicester, which is in the Premier League. Three games when they play Bayern again. So Leicester's right in between those two Bayern games, which is definitely going to be their priority. Then there's two games before Sheffield United. Then three before Arsenal. And Arsenal, you would have thought, would be a massive priority. Mm-hmm. Then there's three before Fulham. Then two before West Ham. And then three before Leeds. Where is he going to play? Trying to work out here when Haaland is going to play between now and game week 35 is ridiculously difficult. If that first buy-in fixture, which they're at home in the first leg, he's going to be playing in that game. If that game's close... He's going to be playing in the next leg. He's not going to be playing against Leicester with three games and three games between those two fixtures. Surely he's not going to be playing then. And then there's Sheffield United. He played against Burnley, didn't he? So could he play against Sheffield United? And then he's got Arsenal. He's definitely going to play that one. And then Fulham and West Ham. He's going to miss one of those because there's two games rest between them. And then Leeds and three games after that. It's an absolute minefield trying to work out Harlan. This is a, This is trying to work out a player that is already maybe a little bit injured and has important games in between. Oh my goodness. I mean, there's something to be said for just ignore him and don't have to worry about it, isn't there? This reminds me a lot of, do you remember before game week one, we were saying, you know, that he might not play every game. He will get yeah. rested. I think the difference here is obviously Pep wants to do well in the Champions League. Mm-hmm. He's just coming off this injury as well. I think once I get him back and I will get him back within the next three game weeks, Maybe within the next four game weeks, I'll get him back and then I won't be selling him again. I'll just keep him. And there could even be an argument in some weeks, like when they've got the doubles, just to captain him. Yeah. And even if you, you know, even if you 
he doesn't get full minutes. You've, we've seen what he can do in less minutes. I think the dilemma, though, is you could delay getting him. Yeah. And I think that's the only real dilemma. I think once you get him, you're not going to be selling him. I mean, the next two weeks are nice, aren't they? On paper, Southampton and Leicester. But that Bayern game, like, so to, for that Leicester at home to be sandwiched right in between those. And I've already mentioned Alvarez is doing incredibly well. Like, when Alvarez plays, he, he's having a great season. Obviously, he won the World Cup as well. So he's having an all right season. I, you just look at it thinking, if you did block yourself out, I mean, we're saying all this. If, if you didn't get, if Tony did get booked, where else would you be going? If you didn't go for Haaland. Well, you could go to Solanke. There is also yeah. the option that I've looked at. There's a lot of people who are going to have a Brighton midfielder bench this week against Tottenham. Yeah. You could just, I know Tony would be banned for two, you know, he potentially two as a minimum uh, games. You could just play your Brighton midfielder who's on the bench for a week mm-hmm. and then, and then reassess. Mm. Or you could go to Isaac, although obviously their doubles not for a while. So I'd yeah. probably delay that. So there's not many places to go. It's tough. Isn't yeah, it? it's you can really tell by the tough. pause there. Can't you? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's not many places to go, but you you could bench Tony for a week. Yeah, and if we, you know, we're doing a balanced argument here as well. We there was a reason everybody had planned in this move to go back to Haaland. We just didn't expect him to not be fit for the Liverpool game. We all thought we'd be hiding behind our sofas for that Liverpool game, which we would have been yeah. as well because they absolute they looked absolutely brilliant. Whether there's a case to say they looked brilliant because Haaland wasn't playing is something for another day, but. You're looking at this and just thinking, I think they came out and said they think he's probably going to be fit for the Southampton game, which is obviously good to hear. It's Pep, though. Yeah. I don't know if I fully trust Pep. I, think I mean, you... if, if you've got an easy move like you, like I think it's a no-brainer. If it looks like he's going to be involved in any way, just yeah. do it, especially yeah. if Tony's Tony's banned. But I'll put it to you. Would you swap Kane? He's got, a couple, he's got Brighton at home, then he's got Bournemouth away, I believe. Yeah. Would you swap Kane to go for a minute's risk Harland? No, I wouldn't. Not not with the next two fixtures, because I, I in terms of how many minutes I think Harland's gonna play against Southampton and Leicester, I mean I think I'd be happy if I got a hundred minutes out of those two games. Whereas Kane you know is getting hundred and eighty. It's after that really. It's it's after you get past thirty one where you've started thinking, you know, between thirty two, thirty three well, thirty two is not playing, so it's free hit, so it doesn't matter. And that's the thing, if he's only getting that Southampton game and you're thinking he's going to get potentially rotated in 31 and he doesn't play in 32 anyway, it's a lot of money to put on a player only getting about 100, 120 minutes from, isn't it? Yeah, plus it's it's away. And I think that makes a big, big difference with City. I think mm. that I'd be more worried about the Leicester game in 31 if yeah. I'm looking at Haaland. And that's Obviously, the it's a little sandwich between them. Yeah. That's it's... probably the week I'd look at captain in Haaland. You know, or you know, if I bought him in, I could probably justify it because I could captain. Yeah, because it's at home, and I'm, we've seen Man City struggle against Southampton before. Yeah, and then, I mean, then in thirty-three, home to Arsenal, but then in thirty-four, yeah. it's it's away to Fulham and home to West Ham, and then home to Leeds in thirty-five. That seems sensible. That seems absolutely lovely. Get him in thirty-four. I mean, but, if you go into the double, I guess what we're, we're not, even if we're suggesting delaying Haaland, we're not suggesting going into the double, double no, without exactly. him. And I think in 34, you'll be absolutely mad, um, even if there's some risk. So maybe we're looking at it wrong in terms of who would you get if you didn't get him? You've mm. used the money already in terms of getting Bruno, Salah, and you've got Kane. Is it a better idea to hold, to have somebody like Salah for game week 30, game week 31? Obviously, if you're not free hitting in 32, that's even you know you get an extra fixture there as well. Is it better to use that money to get a Salah or a Bruno Fernandez than it is to get Haaland at the moment? I'm I think you time, some tough questions. I was, I was about to say, you are no, you are you are. But yeah. I mean, no, it's a good it's a good question. I think I'm obviously a lot more biased to Salah than some people. Like mm-hmm. I I felt like if I didn't get Salah in this week, while they've got a double. I'm just going to end up wanting him every week and it was going to be a struggle to get him. So I just like ripped the plaster off and and went for it. I think now, um, obviously they've got Arsenal, isn't it? The next game's against Arsenal. Yeah. I'd probably prioritise Haaland. Um, Not to sound like I'm contradicting myself, but I'd I'd go that way. But obviously I'm not going to sell Salah um, and go go for, and then go for Haaland because that would be, that would be ridiculous. I've got, basically I've got Salah from now till basically the end of the season. I don't think he's going to leave. 
seeing you've got you've got Salah and you're not going to have Haaland, which means you've mm. got the player that plays in 32 and you swerve the player that isn't playing in 32. You could be gearing up to not use your free hit in 32, couldn't you? Well, that's another thing. I'm Ooh. probably looking at not free hitting in 32. Uh, that, that's gone. In, that's gone into my thinking as well, and I can still still adapt it. But it's, it is a key point, I guess, to think about because someone could bring in Harland and and they've just brought in I don't know Shaw or Bruno this week, mm-hmm. and they could still avoid game week 32 free hit. Yeah, I think that's definitely worth looking at as well. Yeah, if you and... if you can preserve the free hit, which is looking actually like a pretty useless chip at the moment. If you properly look at it, I don't think there's going to be a huge game from it unless there's some serious injuries. Yeah, it's um, and I know we've been chatting an awful lot about potentially not using free hit in game week 32. I think this is the week now going into game week 30 where you have to think about whether you're free hitting in game week 32. I think this is now because you've got two more transfers. I I think this is the week where you've got to say right, am I 100% free hitting in 32 or not? Because that's the kind of dilemma I'm in at the moment is if I bring in Haaland and I lose someone like Tony, I'm kind of saying to myself, I'm going to free hit in 32. But if I don't and I swerve and maybe go down to a Solanke and then I get Salah in for 31 when Liverpool play, is it Leeds? No. Uh, when they play, yeah, it is Leeds. Leeds yeah, away. Yeah, Leeds. Um, I think that's when I start building for 32 then. And I make sure I have my two Liverpool boys and I've obviously used those funds. I've swapped it all around. Yeah, I think that's what people might start doing. And I know we've been talking about it quite a lot, haven't we? Yeah, I mean, there is even a route where you could, I mean, obviously it's team dependent, where you could roll this week, not go for Haaland, Mm -hmm. and then reassess next week if you're going to free hurt or not. Because then what you could do is you could even do like next week, you could do Kane to Haaland and then do Haaland back to Kane if you're not free hitting in 32. Yeah. So you you could even be looking at like Hokey Cokies here right now. You could even do something like that with Bruno and Salah. Like if yeah. you've sold Saka, sorry, if you, not Salah, if you sold Saka for Bruno, say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you could get to 31. You could do Bruno back to Saka. You get a slightly better fixture in 31 and then you've got him for obviously 32 and you don't free hit. Yeah. So I think there's nothing wrong with flip-flopping, chasing your tail, basically. And also another reason why game week 34 could be a bit nicer for free hit, that fixture congestion between game week 32 and game week 34 Almost every team has three to four fixtures between game week 32 and 34, which means, you know, potential injuries, rotation, all that kind of stuff that we've got to think about. So I think, I I don't know, I'm edging towards game week 34 to do it. But I think if I am doing that and I'm not free hitting in 32, I think it makes way too much sense to swerve Haaland. I I really do. If I'm expecting him to, probably expecting him to play against Southampton, could take a hit there. But then against Leicester, I don't expect him to play. And then he's not playing in 32 anyway. <sighs> yeah. I, I Honestly, I think that's, that's why I said earlier, if we were just playing like a game on our own, it would be a lot easier. I think it would yeah. make the most sense to actually just not go for Haaland. Yeah. But obviously, we're very happy with our green arrows recently. But literally, if we don't go for Haaland, you know, and he absolutely hauls at 140% EO or something, yeah. you know, our ranks could literally quadruple. Yeah, no, I know. Not not to not to put the life of God in us, but it, it, it's like it's a reality, you know. If he scores three or four goals in yeah, his no. limited minutes, I know, and that's the thing. You think he plays six, sixty-one against Wolves and he got a hat trick. <laughs> yeah, but it's an yeah. if, though, isn't it? Like it he's flanked many, many times. He's yeah. got you know just six points many, many times as well. Yeah. Well, moving on. So we've spoken about Harlem there for a good half hour. <laughs> And we're, we still, we're still not sure. We, uh, it sounds like we're leaning towards not going for him. I am, I think. But I'm not against Kane to Haaland. But it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel like I'm gaining anything. It just feels like I'm protecting something. Yeah, and it doesn't feel good for the next two weeks. I, f- I feel like with players like Haaland, you, you know, and I think people did this at the beginning of the year and it was the wrong time to do it. But they are the type of player you can go against, if that makes sense. And people did it two weeks ago, not knowing he was going to be injured against Liverpool. But people did it two weeks ago. And I I feel like these next two weeks could still be times where you could do it. That's the thing. I feel like this could be a time to go against him. And I think losing Kane to gain Haaland in these next two weeks probably isn't the move. I feel like it would be don't get Haaland, but get someone like Salah. I feel like is a better move. But I could be so wrong there. And it could be coming back to haunt me <laughs> it's difficult isn't it because i mean we we look at last week i guess the risk we took when we captained saka for example i know yeah. seb did it as well 
looking at EOs, like Kane was 150% EO. Yeah. So it was a big risk, but then it really, really did pay off as well. So yeah. I guess week. if you want to make a big jump, avoiding players can be good as well. Yeah. It could That could have gone very, very wrong. It's probably the similar kind of risk. Hmm. Just That's maybe Kane ceiling's not as high as Haaland, although they're playing the same team. I mean, Kane was against Southampton, yeah. and this Haaland fixture will be against Southampton as well. Hmm. Interesting. Food for thought, anyway. Um, so let's move on to the players that are going to be playing in blank game week 32. Now, these are this is thinking about people that might be free-hitting in game week 32 or the people that are building towards game week 32 because these are the players that have been impressing us the most at the moment. Obviously, there's another two game weeks until we get there, but it's good to have these players in your mind. We've got Jesus, who is top of the table, actually, in terms of minutes per expected um, goal involvement. Now, obviously, that's because he um, has only had four starts since then, but he's done incredibly well since he's been doing it, and he's now only 7.9 million as well. And a lot of people would have sold an Arsenal player. So if you are thinking about not free-hitting in 32, he is a player you can um, you can maybe look to invest in now. Uh, Sarabia's next, then Watkins. Um, Watkins has a very good season this season. Martinelli next, then Willock. Salah uh, is next on the table. He's sixth on the table. Um, then Nunes, Darwin, uh, Trossard, Diogo Jota, uh, Wilson, Odegaard and Son. Um, Jesus is an interesting one. Uh, both of us are thinking maybe we swerve free hitting 32. That's not definite yet. But Jesus is somebody, especially if you've sold an Arsenal player and you've got maybe a space up front for maybe a Tony going out and Jesus coming in. Is that something you've thought about? He's an interesting one, actually, because when I was looking at, yeah, I was looking at future plans. There's not that many strikers mm. that are that appealing. I mean, just like you mentioned a minute ago when we were talking about Tony replacements, there's really not that many ones we can go to because obviously Mitrovic, I mean, he's going to be suspended. We don't know how long for. Yeah. And their doubles pretty awful. So Jesus, even though they've not got any doubles, he could be very, very interesting. He was always top of all the tables, wasn't he, for stats? He's top yeah. of the top of this one as well. He took the penalty, but obviously Saka wasn't on the field. Yeah. Yeah, he's a player I really, really like. He was very popular pre you know, pre season, the first yeah. few weeks. And then people really went off him. Hmm. Um I had him myself. He was very frustrating. He seems to underperform his numbers yeah. quite heavily. <laughs> He absolutely battered Leicester, didn't he? Um, when they won 4-1 or 4 no, whatever it was. Um, and then since then, he, he kind of was just simmering all the time, wasn't he? But he came back with a bang yep. this week. Yeah, he did. And I mean, obviously that, that penalty definitely helped him. Mm. But he's, and I mean, he didn't quite make it to 60 minutes, did he? He was 59-minute yeah, club yeah. general. Yeah, I heard, yeah. <laughs> listened to that earlier. Yeah, um, yeah, he'd, he'd be one that's interesting. He's, he's interesting, but I'd, I guess I want to keep an eye on him. See, Nick. He needs to continue getting more minutes as well, because like yeah. I said, 59th minutes sub, you really want him to be getting, you know, 80 minutes plus, if yeah. possible. I think, I mean, he's he's their first choice striker, though, isn't he? Like, as soon as he is 100% fit to play, which maybe he's just kind of getting a bit of match fitness back again, you expect him, his, his X minutes will be pretty high compared to everybody else there, won't they? So I, I you'd feel confident that he's going to get those minutes moving forward, I guess. It's just... I guess the question is, if Tony does get his booking and you don't want to go with Haaland, do you go with someone like Jesus? Um, but yeah, he doesn't I guess the, have those doubles either. I guess the one problem is there's still a lot of strikers. I know I said there's not many strikers, but at the same time, people want Haaland. They want mm -hmm. to keep Kane for now, although I don't think that's something people want to keep long term. Watkins has been fantastic and still got some good fixtures. And then, like I said, Arsenal haven't got a double as well. So we probably yeah. will be looking at players like Isak, maybe Mitrovic if he's not suspended that long. Yeah. I guess it's going to be finding a spot for him as well. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, Watkins is third on this table. Um, like I said, he's had a really good year. I think he scored for four consecutive away games now or something like that. He's he's having a great season. Obviously, yeah. he's on pens as well. Um, he's just looking like a good asset to own, especially with the fact that he's playing in the blank. Yeah, no, he's brilliant. Honestly, I, I'm really, I wasn't that excited about getting him in at first. Yeah. And I'm excited to have him. I've even looked at him as, honestly, he could be potentially a captain option this week. Yeah. At, at home Forrest, to Forest. Like, I think he genuinely, genuinely is. Probably won't do it. But I mean, I think that's how highly I think of him. And then when I was looking again at, if I get Haaland in next week, not blocking myself. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to sell Watkins. No. And I think that's why people are, the Tony route seems to be the only one people are considering because of that. Because of how, how well thought of he is. I think that's right as well. I, I do think that's right. Mm. I mean, Tony's, you know, we're saying all this as if he's going to get booked this week and then it's an easy option. But even if he doesn't, 
next week if he gets booked or the week after. You don't. I, I feel like this is the week to to do it. But Watkins, I, I, when I was making the free hit team earlier on, he doesn't have the most amazing fixture in the blank, does he? I can't remember who it is. Is it Newcastle away? That rings a bell. I feel like I've looked. I've looked at these fixtures so many I times. I know. Now. So have I. Well, I can't like remember going who it is he's got, team. It, That was the only thing. But to be honest, if you're investing in him now, in him now to have him in the blank, I mean, he's he's not a bad player to own. Actually, so it's away to Brentford, and obviously That's that it. that um that Brighton game at the weekend has changed a lot of people's opinion on them because of how wow. many. How many they, shots they conceded? But Brentford were away, weren't they? Like they're they're such they're like they're like Forest, aren't they? They're such a different team away. But then, then like you said, um, Watkins has scored in every away game for that ages. Villa, <laughs> I, I think Villa has scored every goal under Emery as well. So. I did say that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Salah next. Um, you know, Salah's your boy. Talk us through Salah. It, you obviously brought him in this week. Why did you bring him in? You know, it was for a hit as well. Talk us through why we should own Salah now, because I earmarked getting rid of Kane and getting Salah in for around 33. But talk to us about why it might be a good idea to get him in now. I was just looking at players that I definitely, definitely want for the rest of the season. And mm. I mean, Salah was literally top of the list. He was one I wildcarded out, as many of us did when he, you know, when Man United lost 7 0. Um, and Salah, you got, what was it, 21 points? Yeah. I was really reluctant to not have him against Bournemouth. And we got very, very, unlu- very, very lucky as non-Salah yeah. owners that he didn't score the penalty. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he'd, he scored six weeks, six game weeks in a row now, um, and he still what has he had one penalty this season, which he, yeah. which he's missed. So yeah. it, I think it was a no-brainer for me that I wanted Salah in my team. I wanted Salah more than Haaland, more than Bruno. You're smiling as well as Kane scored. No, he hasn't. No, yet. okay. <laughs> Were you just smiling because I was talking about Salah? Yeah, yeah, I just love it. It's, it's, the, it's the time I see the most joy in your face. So um, I, I do like it, though. Like I said, I, I think I really like the move that you made there to get him in. And obviously he scored against um, uh, City, didn't he? And it was looking quite good at one point. And then he got booked two minutes later and then yeah. obviously lost the clean sheet as well. So Why did he, he get booked in. when it seemed like the ref didn't want to book anyone? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I yeah know. he was more than happy to book Salah. Yeah. yeah. But um, I do like it. It's, it's just whether I do it now, to be perfectly honest. Um, but talking about, you know, you've got Darwin there as well. He didn't play this week, did he? He he definitely didn't start. With Jota no, coming he... back and Gakpo there, it just looks a little bit kind of less secure now with Darwin, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, Gakpo looked quite good, actually. Yeah. I know Liverpool Liverpool didn't look great outside the first 20 minutes. That, you know, they were better in the first half, arguably. Yeah. Um, and then they didn't really do any. They were awful in the second half. But yeah, I think I think that's another thing with Liverpool. There's no real half measures. I feel like you just go to Salah. I don't yeah. think you know, I don't feel like you can try and cover Salah if that's a thing. Yeah, I think I know Trent was bad. Robertson he got destroyed as well. But yeah. I still think there be popular options in 32 and in 34 as well because I think there's not many good defenders around at the moment. So yeah. while they're while they're a premium price, I think they're going to be worth it. At, at least one of them, anyway. Yeah, I completely agree with you there. I was looking at it again earlier and thinking it, it's just Salah. Like he's the only one I'd really want. Even in defence, like if you're on the free hit, fair enough. Double game week, like go Trent, go Robbo. But it's just so much money for players that I have no confidence in. That's yeah. the problem. Like whereas Salah, even though their season's what it is, I still have confidence in Salah and the fact he's on pens and everything as well. But yeah, I think like you said, there's no half measures. If you if you're going to get Liverpool and you want that coverage, you you just got to go Salah, haven't you? Yeah, and I don't think the early sub was a worry. Um, I mean, obviously he's fasting at the moment, but I think it was more just protecting him because they were getting absolutely destroyed. Yeah, that, yeah. that's how I interpret it anyway. Unless there was some <laughs> comments by Klopp afterwards. <laughs> did you see that? Did you see the guy that offered him water? Did you see that? Oh no, oh, I, did, he, I missed that. He went on the bench and he gave everybody water and he gave Salah water and he went, oh, cheers, and then just put it down. <laughs> I was like, yeah, bless him. At least he's polite about it. Yeah. Um, just so launch I, it I knocked together a bit of a free hit team in game week 32. So this is, obviously there's going to be differences and there are, there, you know, Tony's in this as well. Like he could be booked by then anyway, but he's, he's home to Villa, so it's not too bad. Um, 
obviously if, he's, if he does get booked he won't play but you know what I mean yeah um, but this is kind of just a knock-up of, of a kind of team you could have this still had about two three million in the bank I think it was so you could go even bigger you could you know change a player and get another Liverpool defender in instead of Darwin if you don't fancy him but we've got Leno in goal got Leeds at home Zinchenko I've got the triple up of Arsenal so I've got Zinchenko Saka and Jesus I think Jesus is the one I would go for because he's going to be lonely owned um then Trippier who's got Spurs at home and Trent who's got Nottingham Forest at home then I've got Madison who's got Wolves at home Salah who's the captain who's got Nottingham Forest at home Eze who I've got in there because Zaha got injured didn't he um yeah and Eze almost got that free hit kick I think it came off Everson didn't it at the weekend uh who's got Everton at home Southampton at home with Saka uh Darwin I don't. I don't think I would have Darwin personally, but he got not Nottingham Forest at home. Jesus got Southampton at home, and then Tony, who's got Aston Villa at home. You could easily have Watkins in there. You could easily have Kane. I didn't like the idea of having Kane against like a Trippier and a Botman, uh, but I think a few people might go for Newcastle there. Um, and then it's got Bueno, Andreas Pereira, Botman, and Everson on the bench. I think if you look at the kind of teams we could get, we both, I mean, I've got Zinchenko and Saka already. I've got Madison already. I've got Tony already, but he could be, you know, uh, out by then. Double um, Newcastle there. A lot of teams are going to be quite close to this kind of group of players anyway. And the players you don't have are going to be so low owned. Like players like Eze, for instance, or or another Liverpool player. Um, It's an interesting free hit team, isn't it? It's an interesting team to build towards. Yeah, I, th- I think actually, because I've looked at free hit, not just in 32, but also 34, 36, mm-hmm. 37. I've looked at every single one. Yeah. And it seems like you're not going to have that many players different to what we expect the template to be. Yeah. Because there is still this core of players that people are going for because they play in, you know, play in the blank and they've got good doubles coming up. So I think the power of the free hits not going to be that great. I mean, it looks pretty similar to a team, a free hit teams that I've been looking at as well. Yeah. I think I had Kane in mine. I'm yeah. trying to remember who Spurs have. Well, Spurs, Spurs have Newcastle away. That was it. That was it. So yeah. I think I had had Kane in one, but yeah. I could see the argument for Jesus at home to Southampton as well. Yeah. Um, I'll go Gabriel over Zinchenko. Yeah, I know you would. I know you would. <laughs> Very minor things. <laughs> ben White's the goal scorer, mate. Yeah, um, that's true. That's true. Oh. oh. Don't do that. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's good for the people listening, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. Um, yeah, and obviously Watkins isn't in this either. Like, Watkins could easily be in there. Lots of people have um, Aston Villa defenders already. I, the, do you know the biggest thing that I miss from this free hit is the City. I feel like City need to be playing. City are those yeah. real high upside, you know, not many people are going to own them players. And I feel like if you want a free hit, you want to go big on a team like that. Whereas a lot of people are going to have Arsenal at the top of the league anyway. And it's the Liverpool boys that people are going to be able to get in. So I don't know. It just and that's why like... when you look at free hit 34, yeah. you can cherry pick, you know, like you said about the fixture congestion, you can cherry pick the City players you want. I mean, obviously yeah. you could still get it spectacularly wrong, yeah. but you can look at, you know, people who try to predict Man City teams. You can look at all the minutes yeah. and try and put together your best three. If, you, if you're finding it really difficult, then you could just plonk, it, plonk the legend Edison in um, yeah. as exactly. one of your three no, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's a, 34 does look a lot more exciting. However, I don't know about you, but if I'm building towards a 332 team, I'm probably going to be looking at one of these 523 formations or or very similar. Like, yeah. it's not going to be a 343. Put it that way. Yeah, I know what you mean. And also, I, the, one of the biggest things I see here as well is that if you're free hitting in 32 and you're getting all those Liverpool players in, then you're probably mm. not going to be getting Liverpool players in before that. And then in 33, you're probably going to be start to bring in, that's great English, uh, Liverpool players again. You've only got one yep. free transfer after your free hit. So it's, I don't know, It's there's a lot of things that maybe now we're closer to it. People are thinking, oh, is free hit 32 that good? <laughs> well, but this it's, is, I don't know, it does work for a lot of people's teams. That's the thing. It's why I wanted to go for Salah this week as well, because I, like you, I, I looked at future transfers and there was actually not a way I was going to be able to get like Salah and, and Trent in without moving for one of them now. And obviously yeah. there'd be people there that are like, I don't want to go for them. And that's mm-hmm. that's fair enough. Maybe they're better with you know spending their budget. Yeah. But I, I wanted the Liverpool assets in, not just for 32, I want them for 34 as well. Yeah. And it's hard to have them for both. Yeah, it is. Someone's Unless just you start bringing them in now. Way. 
Someone's just mentioned West Ham, by the way. Um, yeah, there's no West Ham in this at the moment. I could have had, what, Bowen, um, Ag- Ag- Aguard, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> they they, don't, today, they yeah. don't scream to me that I wanted them, if I'm honest. I did love all these home fixtures as well. I thought I thought the fixtures yeah. looked quite nice in this. Well, West Ham away at Bournemouth. Yeah. I don't, I don't fancy that myself. They're no, really I mean, maybe, maybe you could go for a Fabianski or something. Yeah. I, like, I think Edison's the way to go. Guaranteed two fixtures. Um, <laughs> always ends up with Edison. And what's Edison? What position Led- does he play? <laughs> no, I'm just not doing it today. I'm just trying not to mention the G word too often. We didn't um, even mention that my, my goalkeeper got an assist this week. No, I know. And still got outscored by the other keeper. on the. <laughs> How does that happen? Oh, no, I know. And I had Raya. I was loving life. Um, right now, uh, just very, very quickly before we move on to our bus teams. Um, these are the best players based on their stats and based on their uh, minutes per XGI non-penalty. Uh, that still have at least one double game week coming up. Um, Undav's at the top there. Um, I think you can kind of discount him, to be perfectly honest. So is Welbeck, probably another one you can discount. He's had a bright now, doesn't well. it? Yeah, I know. Uh, you can tell Joe made this table, can't you? Um, and then we've got De Bruyne next, who is highlighted here as well. Interesting, by the way, later on down the table, it's probably about 7th, 8th, maybe ninth, uh, is Salah. So Salah's obviously plays in the blank and he's got double game weeks coming up and he's, you know, high up on the tables, kind of building up that kind of argument to having him. But De Bruyne is next and Alvarez after that. Um, We haven't spoken about De Bruyne at all. Got a goal and assist. If Haaland isn't playing and we're expecting Haaland's minutes to be reduced, is De Bruyne a better asset to own? Than Salah. Well, so you're going to have to own him instead of somebody, aren't you? So let's say you still have Salah and you have De Bruyne. So you go cheaper up front, you don't have Kane, and you own someone like De Bruyne. No. The th- I think the thing is, obviously, uh, this, this table is really useful, but it's XGI, isn't it? So yeah. De Bruyne 117 and then Salah 136. Something we know, and I haven't looked into this exactly, but I almost guarantee it. Mm-hmm. That Salah's XG will be most of his XGI, whereas XA will be most of De Bruyne's. That's mm-hmm. traditionally how they line up. So obviously Salah's XGI is probably going to be more worthwhile because you get the goals, yeah. or you're more likely to get the goals than with De Bruyne. Um, it is another thing that leans me towards, like a free hit, either 34 or 37, is you could have a one-week punt on, on a double for, for someone like De Bruyne. Yeah. Because for me, I'd definitely go for Salah. I, I know people went for De Bruyne in previous game weeks, and obviously he's he started getting rotated every now and then. So I mean, maybe you say if Haaland's rested, maybe De Bruyne will still get rested. Hmm. But as part of a free hit, I think the upside is is probably still worth it. I mean, yeah. definitely still worth it. Yeah, and I mean, what if you what if you were completely going with your convictions that Haaland wasn't going to play? Julian Alvarez at six million. He does so well when he plays. Three starts, got two goals, two assists. What's interesting is a couple of game weeks ago, I was thinking it's very, very hard to get reliable City assets in. Mm. Obviously, Grealish has put his hand up now. Yeah. If you were going, I guess if you're going through the remaining weeks, um, with let's say without a free hit, you mm. could genuinely have like Edison in goal. You could have Haaland up top. Yeah. You could put Alvarez in as your third, third striker. You could bench him. Yeah. Most weeks. And then maybe roll him out for the doubles and, you know, cr- cross your fingers. I, I, I genuinely don't think at his price, you know, just six million. Yeah. He could be a very high upside, um, you know, bench option. He could be a frustrating one. But, I mean, that's a that's a ridiculous price. Yeah. You've mentioned there, by the way, Grealish. You tempted at all? He's, he's really kicking on now, isn't he? I mean, he did look very, very good. Yeah. He, like, he looked absolutely incredible. I mean, he stopped Salah, actually stopped Salah getting a second attacking return, didn't he? And then goes up the other end of the pitch and creates a goal. Yeah. Um, he'd be he'd be very tempting. I just don't think now is the time for City assets. I, I feel like I'll be waiting till after after they blank. Yeah. I understand Haaland, because I think Haaland, obviously he's the talisman. There's a bit of fear about him. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't fear not having Grealish, you know, yeah. for, the, for the next couple of game weeks. I mean, yeah, he might be yeah. a nice punt. Foden had his moment earlier in the season before the World Cup. Yeah. Mares had his after the World Cup. Maybe mm. it's Grealish's time. And does he score enough goals? Not really. He no. creates. He wasn't a lot even now. prolific in the in the championship. 
No, he was pretty prolific that that year for Villa in the Prem. On Villa, the, yeah, he, he did. He did really well there, to be fair. Yeah, he did. He did well. He did well in FPL. Something like that. It's not a prolific amount of goals that. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think he's more of a kind of. I'm going to get you ten goals and ten assists in a season, isn't it? Like that kind of a yeah. player. Um, Maybe win a couple of penalties. Yeah. Yeah, he likes a win he free likes, kicks. He likes winning a foul, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, the Brighton lads we've got here as well. McAllister's here. March is here. Uh, Matoma was just off this list as well. Having a ridiculous season. They've got the doubles coming up, but the fixtures are not nice coming up now. If you're free hitting in 32, it makes sense to hold on to them. I am toying with the idea of getting rid of some of them soon because they've got horrible fixtures coming up. I'm thinking of benching them in the next two fixtures anyway. Then they've got, you know, game week 32 where they don't play. Are Are they sellable or do you think just ride the wave still? I think I'm going to ride the wave with mine. However... It's where it is worth pointing. You make a really good point because it is a long way now until yeah. the next set of doubles. You know, mm-hmm. it's 34. So I think obviously last week everyone was looking at, I bring all these players in for a hit mm-hmm. and then I'll just keep them to the end of the season. But yeah, it's a long way until those next set of doubles now. Yeah. So I, I do think you could, you could hop off and then jump back on. Yeah. You know, maybe so I'll end up doing it well. still. Maybe people will do it with the stupid man as well. Although yeah. there's not many good defenders around at the moment. No. Like, I could see it. I don't know about with the midfielders. As much, I think Brighton are so good that I'm nervous if I bench Matoma away to Tottenham next week. Yeah, I know. And you look at those stats for McAllister, that's non-penalty stats as well. Yeah. So you, you pop those on top. No, no I know. <laughs> yeah. When he plays in that 10 role, his stats are absolutely ridiculous. It's just when he when he drops deep a little, you know, every now and again, but he's been very good. He still gets chances, even when... Like, because I watched, I actually ended up watching quite a lot of that game, and he was playing quite deep, especially mm. in the first half. It did look tired, he, though. I thought probably, and that I mean that was comments made today, wasn't it? Mm. That maybe, I mean, there's a risk with him. There's a risk with a couple of them that they're not going to play um, yeah. tomorrow. But we we can't do anything about that now. And then if they don't play, they're going to be fresh for the weekend against Tottenham, who've just played tonight. So yeah, very true. Right, let's have a look at our bus teams then. So uh, yeah, this is my bus yet. team. Uh, no, not yet. Uh, so this is my team at the moment. So I've got Kepper in goal. Uh, then I've got Shaw, Trippier, and Estupanen. Uh, then Madison, Rashford, Matoma, Saka with Watkins, who is my bus captain at the moment. Oh, uh, I didn't I notice know. that when I said it earlier. I know. Uh, oh. With Tony and Kane. I, I don't know. Fancy it, mate. Uh, and then like uh, Raya, Botman, McAllister, and Zinchenko on the bench. Um, my problem is I've got to bench one Brighton player. I've got to because I cannot bench Madison at home to Bournemouth, Rashford at home to Everton, Saka away to Liverpool. Uh, no. Watkins, no, I can't you're not bench. doing that. Exactly. <laughs> Watkins is high captaincy, you know, debate. Tony at home to Newcastle, but then Tony could become Haaland or whoever it is. And Kane at home to Brighton. I can't, I can't, I can't bench any of those and play there's, McAllister. There's two ways you could. Well, the first and easy one would be if Tony gets suspended. And then you. But then, as we talked rate. about, you might just end up buying Haaland. Yeah. I would. Oh, this sounds. Well, I'd, def, I'd play him ahead of Matoma. Yeah. Um, but then you're benching Matoma. Maybe Madison. I'm going to get hate for that. I, Home to Bournemouth. I'd, I'd genuinely, I'd consider it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Why? You're not going to hate from the chat. Tonight, I guess Rogers, hate Rogers has gone. <laughs> I guess Rogers has gone now. Oh, you can't! No, I, there is, I'm sorry. There is no way I'm benching Madison at home to Bournemouth. No way. <laughs> um, oh no! Right, stop the stream. <laughs> um, I'll see you next week. But yeah, but it's a tough one, isn't it? Because it's like Matoma. I feel is having the better season, but McAllister's on the pens. But to be honest, they're probably both going to be what two, three pointers anyway. So it, just I, no. So I think they're going to score against Spurs. I think I'm. We, we've got two biases here, though. You've captain Matoma this week, and he yeah. scored. I've captain McAllister this week, and he scored. So I think we're going to go our own ways on it. But I mean, McAllister, you saw the stats on the on the last table, non penalty. Yeah. And McAllister was clear. It's funny because we were talking about, well, Seb was talking a lot about Matoma a few weeks ago mm-hmm. with, when he put his tables together, and Matoma was top of a lot of the stats. Yeah. He's now not putting up those numbers. Yeah. But he's still getting the points. So it's, it's just it's just interesting. It seems to be March and McAllister now putting up the the numbers. Yeah, uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But if Tony, <laughs> see how angry booked, you are at Matoma after tomorrow Tony night. Booked, otherwise, this is an easy role. If to, you know, if if I really want to keep Tony, or if 
if Tony doesn't get booked and all of a sudden, you know, I don't want a Haaland or that, I could easily roll this as well. Like, it's, a ve- rolling it. it's a very good team. I mean, you yeah. could genuinely, you could play Botman over a Stupinan. You could play McAllister over someone. You yeah. could play Zinchenko. I wouldn't feel awful about it. You could play Raya. Yeah. You've got 15 good players there. Yeah. Uh, let's have a look at your team. By the way, this is, as I was saying to you as well, so this is, I've got nine for the blank already because I kept Zinchenko. So there's every chance that if I make a move, if I, and I've got to decide this week, because if I'm not going to play the blank, if I'm not going to play the free hit in the blank, the move I need to make has to be a player that plays in the blank, really. Um, yeah. So Roman and- would make sense still. But if I were to lose Tony because he was suspended, I'd have to, I'd move Tony down as somebody that plays in the blank, you know, so on and so forth, basically. But- and crucially, I almost don't want to say this, but I'm going to, I guess like we said last week, um, you've got a goalkeeper that plays in, in game week 32. Some people yeah. might have like Kepper and, I don't know, Ward or someone, you know, someone yeah. that's not going to play or steal. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And we're just hoping that Kepper keeps his place as well, because when the new manager comes in, you never know, Mendy could get his chance again. Uh, but obviously, Ray is there, which is quite nice for me. Um, and then looking at your team, Rich, this is your best team. Just talk us through it. It's not loaded on my screen, although I do have my own team, so I can have a look. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I've got, I haven't got much money in the bank. I think it's about 0.8 in the bank. Yeah. Um, I'd start Ray in goal, um, then Botman and Trippier. And Gabriel away to Liverpool. So, I mean, the defenders are not great. Mm. But I've known this. I've, I've resisted the urge for taking hits for Chilwell and then and then Shaw. So I knew my defenders wouldn't be great this week. I don't think any defenders are worth a hit, though. I mean, I could play Pinnock. I could play Zinchenko off the bench. Just about to say, the legend Pinnock is on your bench as well. Yeah, I know. I can't believe that. I can't believe I had him <laughs> on my bench when everyone's bench boosting. Oh, brilliant. And I got the the right, inverted commas, Brentford defender. I mean, I think my opinion on them all is they're all pretty bad. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, mm. yeah. I wouldn't be claiming genius because I have Pinnock, for example. Yeah. That was that was funds. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Saving point one. Yeah, and then I've got Salah home to Arsenal, Bruno home to Everton. Got Rashford captain at the moment, home to Everton. Mm. I'm not sure about that. I, I need I need a bit of time to think. Mm-hmm. Uh, McAllister away at Spurs Tony at home to Newcastle Watkins home to Forest and then Kane away to Bournemouth and I've got yeah Matoma Zinchenko Pinnock on the bench Kane home to Brighton oh who did I say Bournemouth yeah away to Bournemouth you oh. Said, yeah. oh that's next week isn't it yeah, yeah. sorry yeah Kane's, right. Kane's at home to Brighton so yeah Rashford captain at the moment I mean I really think there's an argument to go you could go Watkins Salah Kane could bring in Haaland and captain him <laughs> Exactly. That's the other thing. Like this is without any city in our team, and they're obviously away to Southampton, so it's a tough one. Um, yeah, it's interesting how we obviously wildcard at the same time, and our teams mm. look so similar. How quickly they've deviated away. Like you've all of a sudden got Salah Fernandez in your team. Obviously, like you, it's just how different they're looking already. Um, it's amazing how quick. I mean, I had the almost identical wildcard teams to to a few people I know, like John Ballantyne, who's like 27th in the world. Oh, just something that ridiculous. In, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just accidentally <laughs> had a very similar team. Yeah. But no, um, <laughs> but our teams that already look crazily different, because I've done, I bought in Salah, whereas yeah. he's bought in Bruno, and then I've done a hit to remove Saka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it takes one week for a very similar team to become very different and a route and a ship strategy to become completely different and i mean over over the last few weeks that could make you know, it could be literally dozens and dozens of points difference yeah big time right uh let's move on to some questions now then we've got about 200 people in the chat which is not too bad considering we do have a very big game on tonight so um let us know in the chat if you've got any questions for us obviously we know that there are still some games to come in this game week but we can it doesn't have to stop us looking forward does it um so let us know um and we will answer as keep, many you keep glancing over your shoulder it's half time isn't it it is, mate. Yeah, but I can still yeah. check. It's just, it's Are like you a tip. okay? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, in other news, we just had a power plant, radioactive power plant, open up um, across the road. Yeah. Have you actually? Oh no, I got you. Got you. Got you. Dad joke. Yeah, that was a really good joke. <laughs> um, right. Um, we haven't got any questions coming at the moment. We might be going early, mate. Want me to ask you a question? Oh. Yes, please. I haven't got one. Um... Oh, I thought you had one. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, I've got a question for you, though. Okay. Um, how does it feel not having Saka? It 
do you know what? It's actually awful. Yeah. <laughs> he was on wildcard. He was one of the only players I had value. He was literally the only player I had value tied up in. Yeah. And I've removed him for a hit. And you, that Lego Mane chart you brought up earlier, it shows that in game week 31, mm-hmm. um, Arsenal play West Ham, who've just come out of, you know, Europa League game against Ghent. And yeah. then they've got the second tie a few days later as well. So yeah. I think Arsenal are going to be playing against a very possibly fatigued West Ham team. Yeah. Whereas United, Man United, are going to be, they're going to be coming off the game against, I can't remember who you're playing now. Sevilla. Sevilla. So you're going to have that, that their game in 31 is in the middle of that. I think it's Forest away. Mm. So I'd much rather have Saka than, than Bruno in 31. And obviously in the blank in 32. So I'm actually thinking I might reverse it in 31 if I've got, if I've got a spare transfer. Love it. Love it. Uh, Derek Knowles, do you think Man United have hit the wall? For me, um, well, I no, think that was gets... that was to Seb. Yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> could have been for you. Um, you need to answer this, but I always think Man United get overhyped, and then it gets over exaggerated when you do badly. Yeah, as in, I feel like you won you won the cup, and it was all like, yes, best manager in the world. We got the best left back in the world. We got the best left winger in the world. We got the best central <laughs> midfielder in the world. And you lose a couple of games, it's like, oh, awful team. It's the same yeah. as Solskjaer. Yeah. I think the truth is somewhere in between and you're just a quite good, like, no, better than quite good. You're a good team. Yeah. You will I, have ups and downs. I completely agree. Like it's, it's the same with any team. If you lose a game in a, in a weekend, all of a sudden you're absolutely terrible. We're not absolutely terrible. I think we've hit a bit of a wall in terms of playing against good teams. I think we don't know how to play against good teams at the moment, especially away from home. We don't have Casemiro at the moment. And I know that everybody goes, oh, he's only one player. He is genuinely integral to how we play under Ten Hag. And if we don't have him, we have no control. And when we don't have any control, Bruno drops back and all we do is focus on counter-attacking football and that moment of special genius from one person. So yes, I feel like if we're playing against a really good team, we struggle. Um, And obviously Newcastle are a very good team. They went up to third after beating us. Um, And we do struggle against players like that. I don't think we've hit a wall. I don't think you should be selling all Man United players. I don't think it's anything like that. We've got some good fixtures coming up with double game weeks as well. So I wouldn't be um, uh, selling in a hurry unless you needed to get rid of Bruno to get like a Salah or something like that. But um, yeah, Uh, Michael Scott says, if you had to bench one, who would you bench, Matoma or March? Well, I know what Rich's answer is. Do you know what? I think that's quite tricky. I, I think I would bench March. What? Uh, yeah. I... No, I would I would bench March. But March put up very, very good numbers in the March. in the last game. I like, when you so... compare it to Matoma, I do think March owners got unlucky. I had such a dilemma about whether to go with uh, McAllister or March this week because I had to bring one in. I just love March. His stats are so good every week. Yeah. I... I don't know. I think I would probably bench Matoma. I think you're right. I think it's starting to look like Matoma's dipping slightly in March and McAllister is starting to bring it up now. And I, yeah, I, I think I'd probably bench Matoma. Thing is, Matoma keeps putting up the points. It's, it's How such have we a weird... now? Earlier huh? on, it was the other way around. And now we're going, oh, no, I'd, I'd bench Matoma and you play him. It's weird, isn't it? But yeah. I, I don't know. It's such an odd situation with those midfielders. Like, I've never really seen anything like it, especially yeah. at their price. And the fact there's so many midfielders, we can't just have all three. No. And we've not seen that week yet where they all blank. Or no, I can't remember a week where they no. all blanked. I don't think there is one for us. Well, Matoma's literally got a return in the last like eight weeks or something, hasn't he? Um, Historia Films says, who's the best captain for 32? Easy. Oh, for 32? Yeah. Is that the Salah? That was a Salah week, wasn't it? Yeah, Home to Forest. Yeah, 100% Salah. Yeah, me too. I, I mean, I guess people will make an argument for Saka. Um, yeah, maybe Jesus, but yeah. I, th- I think yeah, I think Salah for me. Um, Jim Jim Hilkins says, if I have plunged to two point eight million in overall rank, what's the best I can hope for? I don't know what the gap is, as in how many points off you are. Mm. Be a fair few. I, mean, I guess it depends how many chips you've got left because it is really really tight. I mean, I've never risen like this before. Um, as in in FPL, that is like I've gone like from three hundred and twenty k to thirty four k in literally three game weeks. Yeah, and that that's 
that's like ridiculous. And I think it's only because it's so close. Yeah. So I don't know the points gap. I think you can move fast. You you can move quite fast when you're down that low, can't you? I think I think in terms of what you should do, aim for two mil. And then if you get there, aim for 1.75 and then aim for 1.5 and just see how close you can get. Don't look at it as I want to get in the top one mil or anything silly like that. Just aim for a reasonable target and then just keep trying to get those targets. Go on live FPL, do it, don't they? They tell you how many points away you are from all the different things. Oh, yeah, they, things. they do. That it's might be quite to, good. Do you know what? It's hard to aim for something, though, if you see what I mean. As in, because we just don't really have control, do we? Yeah, just get points. But It's like, yeah, I, I just felt like this don't season. Take loads of hits. <laughs> yeah. I've been trying to get points all season and just could not. And yeah. then suddenly started getting points. It's There's smashed not always it. logic to it. Yeah, smashed it. Um... Uh, catch some says should I bring in Trippier I lost him after wildcard 24 that's an interesting one because I was looking at the Newcastle fixtures earlier while I was sat on a train because that's that's what I do while sat, while sat on trains and they're quite a mixed bag <laughs> they are quite a mixed bag so I mean there's not many good defenders around I think we we mentioned that earlier so probably I think you should. um like yeah Got doubles coming up as well like every point he scores as well. Like, yeah, I, I think I would. The double's quite late, but it does follow some pretty decent, decent enough fixtures anyway. Yeah. I, I've started looking though. Every time I look at like Villa now, like they got Villa away yeah. in 31. I used to think yeah. that was like an easy fixture. And now it's like, all oh, no. No, definitely not. <laughs> I'm looking at that like it's Man City away or something. Oh, last question from Heather. Rich, you're going to love yeah. Heather. Because she said, who's the best goalkeeper to cover for game week 32? I won't be on free hit. De Gea is my main goalkeeper. You love a goalkeeper, Rich. Go on. I do love a goalkeeper. Um, Well, there's a lot of teams we're going to triple up on. Because we're going to triple up on Arsenal. So we're not going to go Ramsdale. We're going to triple up on Liverpool. So we're not going to go Alisson, for example. I quite like your shout of Leno earlier. I thought that was quite, quite interesting. Because I think... There'd be a lot of shots. Raya could be good. I mean, he's playing against Villa, who we mentioned is a tough fixture, but that amount of saves was quite impressive. Yeah. Although I did want to say on Raya, um, it seemed like, because we, we both got him in on wildcard, and he went about two or three weeks where he didn't make a single save. Yeah. And then suddenly he makes 11. So I don't <laughs> think it's going to be a consistent thing that he does, actually. No. Um, he's a good goalkeeper, mine. He is a good goalkeeper. Yeah, no, he no. I'll, I'll give him that. He is a good yeah. goalkeeper, but he doesn't always get that save volume. Yeah. So, I don't know really. Great, greater could be a decent shout home to home to Everton under under Woy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we mentioned Fabianski earlier away at Bournemouth. I think just have a bit of fun with it. It's it's random. Yeah, like goalkeepers exactly. are random at the end of the day. Yeah, they really are. Right, lovely stuff. Um, thanks so much for everybody that's joined us tonight. And like I said, thank you as well if you've been watching the game and you've also joined us or if you are joining us in the morning and you're listening to it back. Um, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We hope your arrows are green. And if they're not, we hope they turn green before the end. Uh, Rich, you could be happy so far to know that Kane has done nothing in 50 minutes. Uh, you're pretty much nailed on with a blank. I'm so, gl- I'm, I'm so glad the stream's ending because do you remember what I said last week? What was that? Well, well, I said Kane, the most he would score is 13 points. Oh, and I was terrified that it was sat in a hat trick. And you were saying Kane goal with a smug look on your face. Could slap it. Um, I hope you enjoyed yourself tonight, though, my mate. Yeah, no, I did. I did. And we're back next week, aren't we? Bank holiday Monday. We are. We will definitely be on on Monday. Um, thank you so much, everybody in the chat for joining us. Uh, and may your arrows continue to be green, hopefully. Um, we'll see you next week. Bye bye. <laughs>